Aloha, everybody. This is Jeff Reinbold, and this is the Jeff Reinbold Show. We are brought to you, as always, by 888 Sports, the official gambling partner of the National Football League in the UK and Ireland. We are on the Pro Football Ireland Network of Podcasts, and I am joined, and I'm telling you, my man is tougher than nails. Michael, how is your face right now? Yeah, like, I just want to apologize for not having a show out last night. Um, teething problems, and we're not talking about Jeff and his technology. Your, your boy is <laughs> uh, wisdom teeth. And I tell you what, oof, not good, not bueno. Can I, can I just check something very quick? Now, we're, we're on the, um, we are on the podcast. We're, we're on the podcast on the Saturday morning. But I, I've got big news for people watching this live. If you're on X, you can now comment again. Oh, here we go. This is not me. This is all Elon Musk. So just thank you, Elon. Elon. Thank you, Elon. Big, big, big shout out to Elon. And for everybody listening on the podcast, it's Saturday morning. But Jeff, it is 8.41 a.m. Pacific on the West Coast. Does Brandon Staley get fired live on the Jeff Reinbold show? That's well, it may just happen because after we watched what we watched last night, and I mean, I didn't, after the Raiders scored zero points against Minnesota the week before, they hang City three. City three on the Chargers. And who's in charge of the defense for the Chargers? Brandon Staley. And he is the head coach for not very much longer, I'm afraid. And I was embarrassed for the Chargers. Mike, now the Raiders got hot and the Raiders got, you know, fell into some plays and they made a lot of plays. But that Charger defense just waved the white flag after about midway through the first quarter. They did. And... It was embarrassing and time will tell if he gets fired or not if he does we'll come straight in live and get our tiktok reel for the lads but this is the preview show jeff this is the preview show for week 15 of the season you guys are live on sky sports nfl tomorrow night my wife's face when she realizes this the strictly come dancing final will not be on the television tomorrow it's going to be fun and um, <laughs> but also uh, we can't do a pick for first night football because it already happened i would have picked the raiders and we'll just, we'll just leave it at that. Can I ask you a question, Jeff, before we start, though? Absolutely. How in the hell did Tommy DeVito become the NFC? And I, I don't, I don't want, I'm, look, I am not a hero. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. 158 yards for one touchdown, granted 70 rush, and he was the NFC Offensive Player of the Week last week. Now, I'm, look, I'm all for a good bandwagon. Like I, I enjoy nothing more than a good bandwagon. For example, I enjoy the crack, but there is no way in frig that Tommy DeVito deserved to be the NFC Offensive Player of the Week last week. Well, I am sorry. Look around. Look, look, look around. I mean, you could probably give it to Josh Allen, I suppose, if you wanted to, and. You know, but think about it. I mean, who 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 had a who had a game that you would say make him the 
Offensive Player of the Week. I mean, Tommy DeVito's kind of captured the imagination of particularly New York with all of the Tommy Cutlets and this thing and, you know, like, um, and I think it's kind of cool. But I also think this game has a way of humbling you. And it's coming, Tommy. I'm just telling you. Tommy, Tommy, are you listening to me, Tommy? It's coming. Tommy. Tommy, it's coming. It's coming, Tommy. You know what? You should get you should get Robert De Niro. A little uh, a clip of Robert De Niro saying it's Tommy. Tommy. How many times? How is this? How how is this? Um, I took a picture of that video he done with that guy with the food, and I put Irish food instead. Have you seen this? I saw it. It was hilarious. You got tato. You got the uh, you got the chicken fillet roll to one side. Cutlets sandwiches. Those are good. Where where you can get? Can we get those when we're in Ireland? What sandwich are we talking about? By the way, I'm talking about the chicken cutlet one over on the on the on the as I'm looking at it to the right. Mm. Can you get that in Ireland? Or is um, that... Yeah. So do, do you mean like the the what the like the one with the sandwich or or, or the baguette? The baguette, yeah, the baguette. Oh the yeah, baguette. they're 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 a staple of society. So we 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 we'll have to get you. Basically, we 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 all live in Melbourne for lunch today. So <laughs> ready to go. Anyway, how many how many bags of potato today? None. What? I can't eat. I can't eat at the minute. <laughs> so I'm I'm in bad nick. Let's just say I need, and this is a real first world problem. I need my teeth to get me through Vegas. Just get through Vegas and we'll worry about it then. Uh, Jeff is on tour five weeks tonight in Galway. L i n k t r dot e e slash Frankfurt. Some special guests coming to some shows that we're not allowed to talk about yet. We will soon, but we will get your tickets. Don't Jeff do do not announce this yet. Sure, I'll get in trouble. Can't leak it. You can't leak it. You can't. I'll get in trouble. It's big. Telling you, it's big. It's not Bono big like, but it's no. It's not that bad, but it's kind of like heading in that direction. I don't want to get people's hopes up, like. Yeah, but you know that they're they're stars of their own right, in their own right. These guys, absolutely, absolutely. Anyway, week fifteen. Um, for all the men and women watching this and listening to this, for their male or female partners or whatever, what advice do you give them? What, what sort of excuses do you start to in bed towards a Saturday evening NFL? You know, to try and get this TV. Oh well, uh, go back and rephrase that. You better be re- you better be really really careful about what you just said right there. I'd what, kind of, what kind of excuses in bed? Do you in bed like in terms oh, of Oh, okay. I thought you E M B E D Jeff. I thought you're making excuses in the bedroom, Mikey. Uh, is going to say that's uh, it's a little private country right there. <laughs> Shut up and tell me what the crack. What's the crack? What do you say to people? Like, you know, how do you sell this game? So the first game on Saturday evening is a classic between the seven and six Minnesota Vikings and seven and six Cincinnati Bengals. I, I think I sell it this way. I think it's going to be really fun to watch the two coordinators, Brian Callahan on the side of the Bengals and Brian Flores. I mean, we got all kinds of Brian's coordinating in this game, but Brian Flores has done a great job. On defense, I, I I just did my little cut up for the game for Sky, 
and it was really interesting. He's he's out there playing with what we call big dime, where he's got three safeties in the game, right? Three corners in the game, and the rest they they're playing with one linebacker, and it creates all kinds of problems offensively. And you can see the Saints don't know how to pick it up, don't know how to handle it. So that's I'm anxious to see what Brian Callahan, the offensive coordinator from Cincinnati, is going to come up with because he's really done a good job of, uh, you know, they got a kid named Chase Brown who was a fifth-round pick out of Illinois. His brother, twin brother, plays safety for the Eagles. And this kid has really, really given them some jump in the offense. And uh, it's going to be fun to watch these guys you know, battle with the who has cho- who has the chalk last in this game because I think this is going to be a real good game. Who's going to win? I, I would say Cincinnati because I don't know about right now. I really don't know about whether you know Minnesota is going to be able to score very many points. I was trying to find the Joe Biden Minnesota video, Minnesota, but I couldn't find it. The game's in Cincinnati. I'm I'm going to take Cincinnati to win the game as well, Jeffrey. I'm already one on the one on the week with the Raiders winning against the Chargers, sixty-three to twenty-one. Oh, good lord! How is there eighty-four points in the game? It was like a rug. That was like a rugby scoreline. Mental. Uh, right. Your Steelers going up against the Colts, Jeff. Saturday night, baby, nine for like what a game this is. I love you know what one of the things I love about doing this show with you is like you are just like you are you right there. You are so you. Like if you're tired, you yawn. If you... <laughs> oh Mikey, I just love you. All right. So go on. What's that? What, what are you trying? I've to got the Steelers ending the rot. Who have you got? You know, I, I just wow. I think I'm gonna take Indianapolis, right? Really? Remember who we're talking about playing quarterback for the Steelers, right? And the Steelers have been, you know, even when even when you know Kenny was there, they they were struggling offensively, and you know, I just don't know. I don't know if that's going to change enough, uh, and. Minshew, Minshew's kind of sneaky, you know. He can get you points, and and they're a little better talent-wise, I think, overall than uh, than the Steelers are right now. Steelers are beat up. It just feels like so. We we know that Jonathan Taylor is going to miss. I think is it a third straight game, Jeff? Are you are you concerned at all about that? No, or no? I think Zach Moss can can shoulder the load. I obviously it'd be better if Taylor was back, but I mean, they seem to have enough ability. You know, uh, Minshew and Pittman and, you know, I mean, they've got some guys that can make plays for them and, and guys that have made plays in their in their career. A little different defense you're playing this week with the Steelers. They're really good. But I just really think that um, Minshew always seems to find a way. You know, he's he's one of those guys that is sneaky good. Probably not what you want as a starter, but certainly as a backup, I think he's a really, really good player. I'm going to take the Steelers as well, Jeffrey. Let's go to the next game. The Broncos going to Detroit and playing the Colts is such a big game. I can't wait to watch it 2 o'clock in the morning and see Jeff, Neil, Jeb, Phoebe in the studio with their coffee. I'll be going like this. You're not handing it off, are you? The last game? Of course we are. I think something... 
if if I'm wrong, I'm not slagging because I, I I enjoy watching you all on Sky. Everyone's been very good to us, especially you. And um, I'm presuming because the game is not on NBC that you cannot hand it off to Football Night in America because it's on NFL Network. Are you on all night, baby, or what's the crack? We're not doing three games, no. Right, we're doing two. We're not going to get a third one in. But I, there is a way you can watch the game. I know that. So I, I did not know that uh, we couldn't. I, it's this whole thing with a, with Saturday night games is is a brave new world right now, right? College football is just about over. The bowl season hasn't started yet, so it's kind of a little window for the NFL to get both Saturday and Sunday, and it it has caused some you know some confusion, I guess, if you will, you know, as to when games are available, who's carrying them, and all that other stuff. Do you like them, or like would would you prefer if the game? No, was- I, I prefer Sunday to be for the NFL and Saturday to be for college football, right? And NFL has snuck in and taken Monday and Thursday night too. But I just really think that, uh, you know, Saturday should be kept for college football. Now we're getting into the bowl season, so there'll be games all over the place now between now and, you know, third week in January. But uh, if you keep the NFL on Sunday and Monday and Thursday, I think that's enough NFL I feel like we need to say one more thing before we do move on because you're talking about Saturdays and, and I think one of the great things about Saturdays now and one of the potential future things, Jeff, on a Saturday is going to be the international games. Uh, especially if you bring a game down under or something. Let me say this. I've seen your reaction with Neil on, on Inside the Huddle. Folks listen to that there as well. Of course, please do listen to that there. Jeff has good crack in that at the minute. Um, so does Neil. <laughs> what conversation am I getting into here? Brazil. Um Mm-hmm. You buzzing? Are you gonna go? I tell you what, I wouldn't mind going. It's in Sao Paulo, though. I guess is where they they're talking about playing the game, and I was hoping it'd be in Rio. Do you know, Michael? In football has really taken off in Brazil, right? From yes. Almost, from almost nothing fifteen years ago to now, it really is a big deal. They've got their own league and yada yada yada. But one of the things that they have, which is really cool, if you go to Rio. They play games on the beach. Now, that's football I can get my head around. Like, beach football? What could be better than that? You can have your snow games. Neil loves a snow game. Neil can have the snow. I'll take the beach <laughs> games every time. Do y'all like a snow game, Jeff, no? No, I'm not a big snow fan. I don't like it. I don't like being in it. I don't like coaching in it. Didn't like playing in it. And don't want anything to do with it. But... Give me a give me a beach game and I'll I'll see you tomorrow. I'm gonna take um I'm gonna take the Broncos to be the Lions. I, I think the Broncos are the better football team, Jeff. Um yeah, give me the Broncos. I, I agree with you, Mike. I think the Broncos are playing better football right now, more consistent football, the kind of football that can sustain itself, right? And you know they get turnovers on defense. You got real productive players, McMillian in the back end, Sertan in the back end, Simmons in the back end. You got one of the the most productive linebackers in the National Football League and Alex Singleton, uh, you know, and then they can run the ball. And I think Sean Payton has done a phenomenal job. I mean, a phenomenal job with Russell Wilson, re you know, revitalizing his career, uh, Jerry Judy, and then, you know, again, Sutton right now is – He's playing extremely, extremely. Best high. football of his career, isn't it? Yeah, no question, no question. 
very, it's very, it's very enjoyable to watch. I, I, I'm the Broncos winning. They're, the Broncos are one game out on the AFC West with the Chiefs. We'll talk about the Chiefs matchup in a little second. Uh, Sunday slate starts off with the Falcons six and seven going to the one and twelve Carolina Reapers. The Carolina Panthers, Jeff. I mean, is there any hope for David Hepper in this game? No, no. I, I they're they're gonna just they got to get to the off season and be as healthy as you can get get to the off season and then start to rebuild that franchise. And I mean, rebuild that roster from top to bottom because, you know, it's it's hard to even evaluate Bryce Young because he just doesn't have any kind of weapons around him. The coaching situation has been a nightmare all year long, changing coordinators, firing the head coach, bringing the interim coach. I mean, you couldn't have scripted it maybe any worse for a young quarterback, a first-year quarterback, than what he's had to endure. I think this is an organization that's got to take a long, hard look at what they're doing and how they want to get to where they want to be and put a long-term plan together and stick to it. Time, 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 baby. Okay, all that administration stuff in the back is done. You can comment live on X, and we have got a, a full-on question and answer schedule coming off to these picks before Jeffrey goes to dinner. Here he's got a big dinner plan tonight. Uh, Bucks against the Panthers, Jeff. Who we got? I like the uh, sorry, Bucks against the Packers. I like the Packers in this one. I think the Packers will pick up from another lovely performance in MetLife. My mate Dara Carger. If you don't follow Dara on Twitter or X, do follow him. He was in the press box for the game on Monday night in New York. Great performance from them. I'll take them beating the Bucks, Jeffrey. I, I agree. I think that the you know I think the Bucks Boy, I tell you, and, and they win ugly. They won ugly last week, but um, I just really think that uh, you know the Bucks are really limited. Really limited. Baker's not, you know, Baker's Baker, right? And defensively, if they don't blitz you, they can't rush you. And you know, again, I just don't think they're a very good football team. But you know, that's a division loaded with teams that aren't very good. I love that analysis. Bears at the Browns. Jeff, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say it now. I think it's the trap game for the Browns. The Bears are five and eight, and Justin Fields is gonna have two touchdowns for 90 yards rush, and the Bears win with a Cairo Santos field goal. And then Santos demands to leave and go to the team that's playing in Brazil next year. That's right, I'm picking the Bears this week. <laughs> I'll take the Browns. Here we go, Brownies. Here we go. Woof, woof. I shouldn't be saying that, should I? The Jets at the Dolphins is so intriguing. The last... The, I'll never forget, boys. I'm who was, by the way, why are you popping off, right? Who was the AFC Offensive Player of the Week? Zach Wilson. And if you think back to that Jets team, the last time they played the Dolphins, we, we were in each other's presence that night after a long sabbatical in Hawaii and Hamilton and different places. Jeff had a lovely night. He was warm. He was fed. He got to watch a classic game, that Black Friday game. Amazon have had some stinkers this year. Like, my God, Jeff. And it's funny because in the time from that game, yes, there have been close misses with the Jets, like a Falcons game. They were not good enough. They bring in Zach Wilson last week, and Wilson has a dash, 300 odd passing yards. Very good percentage completion and two passing touchdowns on the day. But he looked, Jeff, like a guy that had no care in the world because he said it himself. What's the worst that's going to happen? I'm going to get benched again? 
He's playing freely. And I think that's really enjoyable to see. Well, I just like to see the kid, you know, start to show why he was a second player picked in the draft. Right. And, you know, obviously when you watch him, you can see the arm talent. You can see he's athletic. You can, you know, there's enough on tape to make you say, hmm. But you also got to remember this is one time, right? You can pull out game tape after game tape after game tape of interceptions, you know, looking lost in the pocket, not knowing where the pressure's coming from, you know, boil, you know, I mean, excuse me, melting down, you know, in during the course of a game. I think it's a step in the right direction, but be very, very careful, right? that this is not a one game, you know, anomaly. And then we're back to the same Zach Wilson that we've, we've seen, you know, for his whole career. Who wins? Uh, uh, I, I, I think the Dolphins got to win this game, even though the Jets defense will do make it really tough on them. Right. That, that Jets defense still, in spite of the fact that, you know, the, Everybody else playing out string. That Jets defense plays well. Jet, you know, again, um, I just really think that that group of guys really, I feel bad for them, right? Because when you watch them play every week, they go out and they lay it on the line. They play hard. They play tough football. They tackle. They make plays. And then somewhere along the course of the game, they just, you know, they can't do it. They can't they can't play defense and play offense too, if you know what I'm saying, right? It just like they're doing their part and the offense has got to help them. I don't know if they, I don't know if that's going to happen against Miami. I think uh, Miami's defense will bounce back after that, you know, 14 point meltdown that they had in the last two minutes last week. Well, we are, um, 22 minutes in and Brandon Steely still has a job. Jeff, we're live on social media. You can comment on X or if you're on the podcast on a Saturday morning, a warm welcome. I hope you're enjoying your cup of tea or coffee on a Saturday morning waiting for Jeff to get his arse on TV tonight. Uh, okay, Jeffrey, it's time. The Saints are hosting Cutlets, the main Del I, I think I think the Saints will take care of business in this one. I really, I really, really do. You know, it all does not seem well, Jeff, in New Orleans. I know, and all is not well in New Orleans. But the Saints are better than the Giants are, and the Saints still have an opportunity to make the playoffs, right? And so, you know, they could win that division, and that's the only way they're going to make the playoffs is to win the division. So this is a, uh-oh, that's that term you love so much. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You can't. I have yeah. a button now, you know. But now, what kind of game, Mike, is this one for the Saints? It's a big game, Jeff. No, it's come on, give me the M word. It's a massive game. Why? <laughs> it's a monumental game. Yeah, it's a must-win game. Yeah, there you go. Now say it, right? You're in good form of the M, I tell you that. Uh, right. <laughs> I'm going to take the Giants. I think the Giants go into the Orleans and win. I think, uh, I think Cutlets himself. Does it again on social media? It goes mad. If the NFL is scripted, which it isn't, if it was scripted, that's what's going to happen on Sunday. And I'm going to say for the crack that the Giants find a way to win because the Giants beat the New York. Why am I persuading myself? The Saints are winning this game. <laughs> They'll run all over them. <laughs> like, 
Honest to God, can you imagine my shock? That's a way to Tuesday morning. That's a way to come around, Michael. That's a way to come Tuesday around. morning, Jeff. Woke up, went to bed at half time Monday night. It's like almost that. 10 7 7. I was saying first crap. Woke up and thought, you uh, as you would say, Jeff, the other time, are you me? Yeah. Really? Wow. Anywho, the Cutlass stream may die in New Orleans, but I I'm telling you now. There was an earpiece in his father's mouth or his his father's ear saying the camera's on you, kiss the agent. I don't care. I mean, I'm not being miserable. That's my opinion. I think the whole thing was set up. Anywho, uh, Texans at the Titans, Jeffrey. Big game for the Texans to try and bounce back, but the Titans will be on them as well because the Titans at the end of the day are sitting five and eight. It's unlikely they're going to make any run now. I think they could literally be put out mathematically this weekend, but they'll want to win this game this weekend. No question. They, I mean, they, they want to win every game. But I think that right now I really worry about the Texans because you're talking about your top two wide. Would you stop yawning during the show, please? Your two top wide receivers. Well, not to be honest, Jeff. I'm sorry. You, I'm your trying. Two, <laughs> your two top wide receivers are out and your quarterback's out, right? So I just, again, you got to be able to score in this league to win, and I don't see how they're going to score very much in this game. There you go. That's it. It's happened. Brandon Staley's been fired. If I tweet something, can you talk about it for 30 seconds, Jeff? Live reaction, yes. Jeff. Your yes. live reaction. They're cleaning house. Tom Telesco and Brandon Staley both fired. What's your thoughts? Well, it's the business, and it's the business of the business. When you don't when you don't perform, and his team has underperformed, um, I think Brandon Staley's a good football coach. I think Tom Telesco's a good personnel guy they you know telesco's built an organization that was on the cusp of you know being a playoff team and they just couldn't ever get over the hump um you got a quarterback there who you know you really worry about it are, are you wasting a tremendous young talent and uh, i think the ownership just after last night when you give up 63 points to a team that hadn't didn't score at all the week before and you play with no energy, you play with no emotion, you play with no sense of urgency, all that's got to get, you know, come back to something. And it always comes back to the head coach. And, and that's what you sign up for when you, when you take a head coaching job in pro football, it's going to happen at some point. And it was an ugly way for it to happen to Brandon Staley because he's a defensive guy in particular, and the defense just laid down. There's so much I want to say here, and I'm I'm really happy that you know we we were supposed to go on 30 minutes before we went on, and for numerous reasons, including me falling asleep from antibiotics, it didn't happen. But we've we've got the right time here because we literally could have been off, and this had just happened. So I'm really happy this has happened. I I really feel that this has happened just after far too long. Remember that game against the Raiders, the whole playoff implications? It should have happened then. Never mind the fact that half of us went to bed last year in the playoffs against Jacksonville, and they still found a way to lose. They have another situation this year where they're bringing Callum Moore, and you think they're going to fix the team, and they've went downhill. How, and you've said it yourself, that window that they, and let, like, let's be clear here, outside of the Chiefs, there was a window for the Chargers to try and take over that team. They went into Arrowhead last year, I think it was week four, in a huge Thursday night game. And the perception of the Chargers was, 
this team could win the Super Bowl or get to the Super Bowl. And look at them now. Like that, that is insane drop in such a short period of time, Jeff. Yeah, well, again, it's the way it works in the business. I'm not surprised because, you know, you, you it doesn't take very much, Mike. It really, really does not take very much. Whether it's a fracture somewhere in your locker room culture, whether it's injuries at key positions, whether it's issues in the coaching staff, I'm sure there's always a little bit of everything when a team completely goes backwards like the Chargers have gone backwards this year. And what happens too is that, and you know you know that you've watched this thing for the last six or eight weeks, it's every week it's he's questioned by the media, are you going to continue to call defenses? You know, his leadership is put into question. You know, the, everything that, like he goes to work out yesterday before the game and obviously they catch it on, you know, they catch it on somebody's phone probably and it becomes a viral you know brandon staley's worked out before a, a game you know run the stairs and did all that there are a number of coaches do it right it's a stress release before a game but because he was doing it and they didn't play very well it was like you know what are you doing working out or coaching your football team that's it right there and so, you know, I, I mean, there's, it's just what happens when you're in this business. There is no margin for error and there's no private moments and there's no off the record comments. And there's, you know, it's, it's just the way it is. I think, I think, I think the thing for me was this, you know, it was, it was obvious that when Justin Herbert went down for the season, that was it. But even at that, Jeff, for the last two to three to four weeks, the conversation has been around the fact that, well, he'll go at the end of the year. He'll be gone on Black Monday. But for Tom Telesco to also go, I think, is really interesting. Now, let's make the TikTok real. Let's make the Instagram real. Obviously, with Brandon Steely and Tom Telesco cleaning the house, and we'll go back to our picks for the week in a minute. All right. All right. Is it time? Do, do you think it's time for Big Bill Belichick to come into okay. LA and go for it? All right. That's... Now, if you're a conspiracy theorist mm. you're trying to connect the dots, right? If Telesco's not there and Staley's not there, then the place is wired for the what Belichick wants, and that's to be the general manager and the head coach and have all the power in the building. All right? So... Is that the reason why they hired or excuse me, fired Tom Telesco? You can speculate on that all you want. And until the season's over and Belichick makes it known where he's going to go coach next year, because I fully believe he's going to coach next year. You got a chance to go to a place that's got some defensive players. You got a chance to go to a place that's got the hardest thing to have in all of football, and that's a quarterback. And there are some offensive weapons that they have. They're, this is not a bad football team, not a bad roster. Carolina is a bad roster. The Chargers are an underachieving roster. There's a big difference between those things. I think, I think you got a spot on, underachieving. Well, you've got a quarterback that talented. And you can, it's not like they've built their team around them already, but they've already longevity-wise They've put the long-term build on them as well because they've got two more, one more year after this year of the rookie contract, and then they've got them locked in for five years. 
to have Bill Belichick potentially going for the NFL record, allowing a situation now where he can come in with a young quarterback, and it's such a talented quarterback at that. The sky is the limit, boy. The sky is the limit. Um, have you anything else you want to say, or should we go back to the picks and, and wait for the questions? Let's go back to the picks and let's let's get forward. <laughs> Make sure uh, if you want to weigh in live. Just weigh in. Michael, get Do you weigh in live. I feel like the best producer ever that we've come onto a podcast 30 minutes late and a head coach has been fired. As um, Yes, it's all good. Right. The last game we looked at was Giants, Saints, Texans, Titans, Chiefs, Patriots. I was flirting with the idea at the start of the week that the Patriots defense might find a way. I don't think there's any chance in hell, Jeff. No. I agree with you. I don't think uh, I don't think any way that they can beat that they can beat the Chiefs. I just, you know, Chiefs defense too good, and the Chiefs are going to be, uh, they will be wired up for this one. I mean, they need to bounce back performance, and the Patriots are going to provide that. I love it. I love it, Jeff. Uh, obviously, as well, Travis Kelsey now locked in as well. Didn't go to that birthday party last night, so. <laughs> Niners at the Cardinals, my man. At the Cardinals. That's Don't the only interesting could it, be, it could be in San Francisco. It could be in Phoenix. It could be in Toledo. It could, be in, it could be in the parking lot. It don't matter. The Cardinals cannot beat the 49ers. Bet it. I don't know what the spread is, but if you're just if you're just somebody says who's gonna win, take the Niners. Tommy Cottonless, baby. I'm joking. I don't think they'll. I don't think this. I don't. I don't think they'll be that much. I don't think it'll be that bad. I think it'll be that sort of game where San Francisco sail through. Do you know what I mean? It'll not be like second gear sort of thing. Uh, almost through the late window. Commanders going to the Rams. Rams six. The Rams are still around, baby. Yeah, they're seven and seven this week. They they, you know. They gave Baltimore at Baltimore all they could handle. I think the Rams will win this one. The commanders are in free fall. I agree, Jeff. And right, we've got three big ones to end this. The game on Sky Sports at 925 that I'll be sitting with my the fire on. No no beer because of the antibiotic, Jeff. Unfortunately, that's why I was yawning. I'm very tired today. My back's gone. I feel like I'm 70. Um, but I'll be I'll, I'll be okay because I'll be sitting watching the Bills against the Cowboys on Sunday night. I am going to take, and I'm, I'm really flirting with this. My heart is telling me Buffalo is going to go out and win the game. But my head's like, Dallas are too good. What's your thoughts? Uh, I feel the same exact way, right? I really, I really, really do. I think I, the Cowboys. That's always a good sign. <laughs> I think the Cowboys should win the game. I don't know. I just, it's that doubt that I continuously have about the Cowboys, right? Um, now, they've passed every test for the last, what, six or seven weeks. But yeah, I just don't, I mean, that that's a hard place to play outdoors in December. It's going to be eight degrees. The Cowboys are not as good outdoors. They're not as good on the road. Um, the wind you know, all the things that that can do to a quarterback, you know, and, but the Cowboys should win the game. So I'm going to go on who should win the game. Okay. I like it. Okay. Sunday night football is a bit of a beezer, to be honest with you. Ravens, Jags, yeah, I feel like you don't need to hand it off. 
and you stay alive if you just get like a nightcap and just sit there with Neil to like five in the morning that'll be a happy man this is a really cool game like just in the sense of well I've already said it in a previous podcast this week I have the Jags offense beating the Ravens this week I, I, th- I think this will be a shootout and I've got the Jags at home with Trevor Lawrence taking it up a gear beating the Ravens Ravens not having that extra game momentum after this game do you think the Ravens go in and wreck them or do you think it feels like that sort of game Jeff almost at the postseason that the Jags just take it up a year and they've got the talent on the offense to do so certainly except except and this is I think there's more to this than maybe the the Jags have let on you know Trevor's not healthy he you you notice if you watch that game he has a hard time moving around in the pocket right and his ability to extend plays and and move around in the pocket is critical he can't really push off and throw because of that ankle and you know, they've got some guys hurt, right? So the Jags are nicked up and you don't, Baltimore is not a team that you want to play at anything less than full strength because they're physical and they get after the passer. So if you got a passer who is gimping around and can't, you know, can't move around in the pocket, it can be tough. And we saw that last week with the, with the sacks and the interceptions. Okay. I like it. Uh, Monday Night Football, oh, your favorite day of the week, uh, Ravens at the Seahawks, not the Ravens at the Seahawks, the Eagles at the Seahawks, these antibiotics aren't working, Jeff, uh, I, I, I can't see the Seahawks winning this game, I think the Eagles will take over them on, on Monday night, but I'll be staying up on Monday night to watch it, would you be something to watch it? I think it's going to be a bounce back performance by the Eagles, I will be up and watch it, and um. I don't, you know, again, Seattle, Seattle just, I don't know if Seattle plays good enough run defense. You know, I think this is where the, the uh, Eagles will run the ball on Seattle a little bit. And, and I think that this is a big game for Jalen Hurts. I think he needs to step up and, you know, show that he can be that guy that, you know, we, everybody was saying was the leader in the, you know, in the race for the, you know, player of the year or most valuable player or whatever the frick we call the thing now, um, because he has not played particularly well these last two weeks against teams that have tried to make him be a quarterback. Okay. That's our picks for the week. And we're sort of on the same page this week, apart from a couple of games, which is always a good sign. I had my worst week in five years last week. So one can only tell I'm in a run your pool picks league and I put all my cash not real cash. All my cash on the Raiders last night. So I'm I'm buzzing. Uh, for people on the podcast on Saturday, thank you for listening. We appreciate it, folks. Uh, Jeff, we're going to go into a question podcast next, just before we do. So Jeff is on tour eight nights in a row. Um, at the end of next month in Ireland, both north and south of the border. Maybe we'll get Brandon Sealy to join us now. L i n k t r dot e slash nfl Ireland. Big shout out live to Alistair Law. For getting tickets to the Belfast gig just there now. I really appreciate it, Alistair. Alistair. You're on the fence, folks. Big Join time. We've got special guests. I can't, we're not allowed to say anything. So just, you know, are we flying Neil over? No, we're not. We're going to have guests from closer to home. Irish version of Neil. I don't know. Anyway, Jeff, send us out. Send us out. Aloha.